Season's going to end on a double doink. Doink. Live in the entertainment capital of the world. That's what you want to know? It's the T.C. Martin Show. Yeah, I had an idea. Diagnosis. I had an idea. And then, uh... Prognosis. Yeah, I take the serious. Osmosis. Why, it's funny? It wasn't, it wasn't funny. I wasn't laughing about it. Yeah. It's not funny. It's not fun. Nothing's funny. Don't you ever talk about me. Yeah, I had an idea. That's the result you won't get. It's the doctor, T.C. Martin. I don't go out there and laugh. The doctor is now in. Glad to have you with us. Oh, yeah, it is a Tuesday afternoon. A little moody blues. Kind of a little moody today, huh? I don't know. Are you moody? The weather's a little bit moody here in Las Vegas, but that's okay. And the madness is here. It is upon us, and the actual NCAA tournament starts tonight with the play-in games. Two tonight, two tomorrow. But we get ready for Thursday. That's when the real deal really starts. All right, today, jam-packed show coming your way. Talking about the madness, Tim Brando will join us. Uh, Tim Brando has called so many fantastic, memorable March Madness moments of his time at CBS. He's now on Fox. Of course, Fox doesn't have the official rights to the NCAA tournament, but they had the Big East, and you know Tim Brando does a fantastic job uh, weekly on the football side and the basketball side. Timmy B, my man, he joins us today. Always fun with him. And then speaking of CBS, uh, the former head coach at Villanova, who does a fantastic job on the broadcasting side as a college basketball analyst, Steve Lapis joins us today. Always love having Lap on, and actually he will uh, be doing the games, of course, uh, this week. He's got USC, Michigan State, Marquette, Vermont. He's got Purdue. They got the Memphis, uh, Florida Atlantic game. So we'll talk to Steve Lapis regarding all of that. Chuck Esposito will join us over at Red Rock from the bookmaking side. So we got all of that and a whole lot more coming your way. TC Martin, Nick Nice on the other side of the glass, my man, and uh, Numchuck uh, away in an undisclosed location as way our. Our astute producers uh, making it all happen here for you today. And, of course, uh, Terrible Tuesday. You know what that means. Plenty of Terrible Tuesday uh, takes that we'll get for you. So, yes, uh, looking forward to the tournament getting underway tonight. And then, again, like we said, Thursday and Friday, we will be at the Westgate, our Friday home normally. But, of course, on special occasions, we're out there uh, other days as well, too. So Thursday and Friday, opening rounds of the NCAA tournament. So come on by, uh, see the show, and... More importantly, check out all of the great action, all the big screen TVs starting bright and early at 9 o'clock in the morning. Of course, uh, we'll be broadcasting the show from 2 to 4, but we'll be out there all day, all night. And, of course, Hoop Central going on as well at the Westgate. You can get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com for that. Hoop Central tickets, only 40 bucks, And uh, watch the games in uh, lavish style inside the International Theater. And that will be going on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at the Westgate Las Vegas. Okay, so a lot to get on uh, today. And, you know, we talked yesterday about the breaking news at the time yesterday of Jimmy Garoppolo signing with the Raiders. Three-year deal, $67.5 million, $34 million guaranteed. And we talked about how that basically Josh McDaniel, Dave Ziegler, the coach and general manager, respectively, of the Las Vegas Raiders, just really believe that Jimmy Garoppolo is a better fit for them than Derek Carr. Makes sense. Understand that. 
Uh, and Garoppolo and McDaniels, of course, spent time together from 2014 to 2017. So there you have it. Uh, the Raiders uh, let Jared Stidham go. He is now the backup of the Broncos. So, of course, the Raiders uh, are going to need some backup uh, quarterback help, but they've got their quarterback. All right. So, with all that being said, the Raiders were very, very active as well today. As we get into more of this today, which leads us to all of this, or some of it, or a majority of it, being terrible. It's Terrible Tuesday. That's terrible. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. That's a terrible idea. I want to know what the hell he's smoking. Something stinks in here. That's terrible. (laughs) It's Terrible Tuesday. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. All right, so tomorrow is the official beginning of free agency. All right, March the 15th, it all goes down. But you know what today is? Today is almost like, you know, a holiday in itself because everything has a name for it. Now, as we know, I mean, what, the day after Thanksgiving is Black Friday as we celebrate the shopping and, right, we've got all that going on. Every day seems to have a, a different celebratory type of food day, right? We've got that. Well, you know what they're actually calling today? Legal free agent tampering. This just cracks me up because tomorrow, you know, midnight, boom, eh, free agency frenzy begins. Everybody can officially sign contracts. But what have we been hearing for about the last five or six days? So-and-so has agreed to a deal. So-and-so has agreed to a deal with this team. However, we cannot make it official because why? Well, it can't be official until March 15th. So now you have people in the media, basically not being allowed to say a certain person's name, like Aaron Rodgers, and we'll just say, you know, the, the 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 guy who's played with the Green Bay Packers for X amount of time, given his birthday, because, yeah, they can't really formally announce anything, and teams cannot be negotiating with other teams or free agents, all right? Because it's legal free agent tampering. Now, tampering would be illegal, right? But the legal free agent tampering, kind of like an oxymoron. Doesn't it sound like that? I don't get it. But that's what this is. So it's like, well, you know, we can have people talk to them for us, but we actually can't talk to them. Like in the Aaron Rodgers situation, okay, Rodgers is not a free agent. He's property still of the... Uh, Green Bay Packers. But the Packers said, you know, you're out of here. Okay, you want to go negotiate with the Jets? That's fine because, okay, fine. We'll grant your wish and we're going to pick the team we're going to trade you to. We're going to you know, trade you to the Jets. You want to go have a feeling out process with them? Okay, that's fine. But for other free agents that really don't become free agents until midnight tonight, well, can't be talking to them, but they've been signing deals. So this is the legal free agent tampering process. And today, it's all going crazy. All right. So, the Raiders make the move with Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. Good move. Good move for the Raiders. About the best they could possibly do. Is Jimmy Garoppolo better than Derek Carr? Probably so. There you have it. Jimmy G has been in the Super Bowl, multiple playoff games, uh, actually, you know, got Super Bowl rings for his time in New England, not really getting in the game, but that's okay. Jimmy Garoppolo is your new Raiders quarterback. But the Raiders didn't stop there. The Raiders are making more moves. Today, they signed 
Jacoby Myers. Do you remember him? Now Collins out on defense. He's all the way back. Uh, Stevenson is inside the 30, flips it back. Stanford band nowhere in sight. Uh Uh-oh, it's picked off. Uh Uh-oh, oh Oh, no. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. Incredible. Chandler Jones takes it in and wins the game for the Raiders. Yes, that Jacoby Myers. That's right. He's coming back to the scene because the Raiders signed Jacoby Myers today. All right? Or I guess tomorrow, officially. Yes. Jacoby Myers, the Hammenager who tried to throw a pass to Mac Jones. That's right. The Patriots quarterback. The Patriots wide receiver, Jacoby Jones, panicking, not knowing what to do, instead of running out of bounds or getting upfield to try to get a field goal range to win the game for the Patriots and said, no, no, no. Uh, I used to be a quarterback. I could fling it over to Mac. Hey, Mac, where are you at? Mac's going, I'm not here. What are you talking about? Oh, Chandler Jones? Oh, former Patriot? Mm. Patriot to Patriot. Intended for another Patriot. But the former Patriot picks it off. Goes 48 yards for the touchdown. Of course, you remember it. We made fun of this Hammenager forever. Now this goofball is a member of the Raiders. The goofball that gave the game away for his team, the New England Patriots. Gave the game to the Raiders. And let's not forget, essentially cost his team at the time, the New England Patriots, a berth in the playoffs because of that bonehead play. Yeah, that guy, that guy who the Patriots said, we don't want you anymore. You're a free agent. We gonna let you go. And what's Josh McDaniel, Dave Ziegler say? That's the guy we want. We want that bonehead guy that probably has no sense whatsoever. We want him on our team. What do you think for that? I don't know how to follow up on any of that. You <laughs> lost me a long time ago when you said this guy to that guy to this guy to that guy. I, I'm honestly trying to think of how Are many... you following the play? Well, no, you know I, the play. I, well, I remember it because I yeah, saw it. But uh, uh, I had to refresh my memory. I'm like, uh, what play right. was he talking about? Oh, like, oh yeah, that play, of course. How do we right. not remember that right. play? You talk about bonus. No, but so I was. Thinking, Are you with me? Are you with me? I, I'm trying to think of how many times we've actually ever seen a successful play like that. The 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 toss around, the rugby style pitch and toss and lateral zero. It, that's what I'm saying. So why do they? I, I know, I know. It's like it's a slim chance. It's all out. You got to win whatever and try. But I mean that that type of stuff. You said it cost them potentially the playoffs and and yeah. all that good stuff. So the only thing I could ever think of was Music City Miracle. But that obviously was a different type of play. It wasn't uh, a lateral. And, and, and here's around. the thing. If you're going to do this, and this is what I would say, go, go the hook and lateral. Something go downfield. Because this this nonsense of throwing backwards, 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 backwards. It never works. Touchdown, safety, whatever is, is going to happen. Nothing good happens. But again, that didn't even need to happen. Nobody anticipated this Hammenager to do that. Well, they were tied. It was 24-24. Thank you. There was no need go to do down, that. Go downfield, get there as was, close as you can for a field goal, right? Zero point to do that. Right. Absolute zero. So that is the guy that the Raiders sign for three years for $33 million. Now wait for it. Here comes the best part. Yeah. Including, there's a guarantee in there. $21 million guaranteed for that guy. Wow. For that guy. Good agent. <laughs> Lamar Jackson needs that agent. (laughs) 
It reunites Myers with Josh McDaniels because... Reuniting. It feels so good. Peaches and Herb. 2019 to 2021, they were together. Does this sound familiar? Yeah. Garoppolo? Yeah. Patriot? Yeah. It's the Good Old Boy Network. Patriot. Hey, Chandler Jones. Patriot. Right? Brandon Bolden was a Raider last year, right? Everybody goes Patriot. to where it's comfortable. Look at Derek Carr went to his guy who drafted him, right? Dennis Allen. In, literally. In, oh. Literally. No, Thank you very much. I didn't know I could play out with the space bar. I was an accident. Literally. This is Patriots West. We joked about that all last year. This is Patriots West. Let's see. Let me guess. Couldn't get anybody else? Couldn't get Tom Brady? Oh, that's right. They did try to get Tom Brady, right? Maybe huh? they can get Edelman. How about, I was just going to say, how about Julian Edelman, huh? Well, Let's go and Wes get Julian Edelman. Yeah. Get Wes Welker. Bring Wes Welker back. Hey, why not Gronk? He's retired. Vinatieri. He's doing commercials. He's doing movies. Vinatieri. Yeah, I love Adam Vinatieri. Uh, Steven Gatkowski. That's my man. Gatkowski. I used to love drafting that guy in the fourth round of every draft. Yeah, you did. That's right. That was <laughs> your love guy. Love that guy. That was your guy. Okay. How about Teddy Bruschi? Bring back Sacramento Sports Hall of Famer Teddy Bruschi. Why not? Why not? Bring back Randy Moss. All right? Oh, he's not he had a, a cup of, He had a cup of coffee he's there. He's not a patriot. There he goes. Bring back Jim Plunkett. How about old school? Bring back Jim Plunkett. He's still alive. Bring him back. Oh, he was a Raider too. But he was a Patriot first. Remember that. How about Steve Grogan? You want him and his receding hairline number 14? Don't know him. You don't know him. Jeez. No. Steve Grogan. Sam Bam Cunningham. Ah, former UNLV. Sounds like a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Bam Cunningham. Jacoby Myers. Hey, I'd rather have the attorney. Do you know where I'm going with that? Jacoby and Myers. Oh, yeah, Jacoby. Yeah. yeah, the, it, the attorney, yeah. I don't know if that's out here or, what, yeah. or if that's my California roots or whatever. Yeah. I'd rather have the attorney. You know what? He might need an attorney. Raider fans might need an attorney because this guy has got to be the stupidest player in the National Football League. Uh, he has to be. Anybody that pulls that nonsense, that shenanigans, and go, again, what? Proceed you to do that. And like you said, Nick, you hit the nail on the head. The game was tied. You've got the ball at midfield. In midfield. There's no point. <laughs> Hold back with your stupids. And yes, I need a spit shield over here. I, I understand. <laughs> well, you do have a proverbial glass. Uh, yes. Are, you know, are the Raiders going to be any good, though? That's the real question. Are they going to actually do anything? Are they finally going to do anything? Well... They should be better this year than they last should. year. But we said that last year, they should be better than the year before. So who knows? But the, Jacoby Myers, this signing just cracks me up. Well, the fact that they got rid of Darren Waller was a shocker. I, uh, You know, why, why would you do that? Well, I mean, money. I guess the only thing is money. I, w- I was going to get to, to that. Sorry, my you bad. Know, I didn't he, mean to steal your thunder. He, 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 <laughs> you know, here's the thing about Jacoby Myers. You know, he forgot that he was a wide receiver. Uh, he thought he was a quarterback. But the thing about it is, he must have amnesia because he was a quarterback. NC State tried to draft him out of high school as a quarterback, but he wasn't very good, so he never played quarterback. Uh, so he's only played wide receiver three years prior to that, his sophomore, junior, senior season at NC State. But anyway, why? Why would the Raiders do this when they had plenty of good wide receivers? You got Devontae Adams, obviously one of the best. Hunter Renfro is... Very, very good. Mac Hollins, who was in that highlight, nothing wrong with Mac Hollins. Keenan Cole, nothing wrong with him. You need Jacoby Myers. You you need him to uh, sacrifice him as uh, something else for him. Come on, are you kidding me? You know, here's the thing about that. Raider fans are gonna love this guy 
They're going to give him a standing ovation because, hey, you're the guy that gave us the win. They're going to love that guy, right? Yeah. Until he does something moronic like he did going back to last December. When we see yeah, that. You can't blame it all on just him, though. On that oh, no. Play. I blame it wholly on, uh, entirely on him. The coach. The right coach had the coach. To, You think Belichick had anything to do with that? He said, hey, uh, Jacoby, uh, go ahead and try to find Mac. No. Uh, go, go go, find a route there and throw the ball back. Belichick he, is going, what he, the hell are you doing? He probably didn't even know who he was throwing it to in the heat of the moment. Why are you throwing the football? Why? Because it's the coach's fault for no even reason. allowing that play to happen. The play... Was a, a, a screen pass where the running back, who's the first Hammenager, decided to go, Oh, I got to go pitchy, pitchy, woo, woo. Yeah. And, and he gives it to Myers. And Myers goes, Oh, I guess we're doing this. I guess I, <laughs> I, I guess we're doing, I fell asleep in the huddle. Oh, hey, who do I go? Oh, Mac, you're a quarterback. Uh, I'll give it back to you and maybe you could throw it, even though you can't have two forward passes. Well, I mean, that's what I'm talking about, Nick. This guy's a moron. Not Bill Belichick. He's the guru. He I, didn't design this nonsense. Like you just said, it was the heat of the moment almost type of thing. How can you blame the kid for just, oh, I guess we're doing this like you said. Where's Glenn Fry? Where the, the heat is on. He didn't think about that. in the. Oh, jeez. It's, it's not Little League Baseball Pathetic. where you're like, everybody know what you're going to do before the ball's hit to you. You know what I mean? He, I'm sure, didn't anticipate that. Like, oh gosh, if the it if the, wasn't that situation. It wasn't the kickoff where you're down three or six or seven, and we uh, this is our last resort. There's only three seconds of the clock. That was not the case. You said it perfectly. I I'm Time gonna it. stick to my point. The coach should have he, he took responsibility. They shouldn't have even had that play. Should have kneeled it. Done something stupid. Something different. Something different. Okay, but the point of the matter is, if you're the Raiders, why do you want? This guy, I, I agree. Why would you? You should have put that money towards keeping Darren Waller. Why? Why would you not? I guess or McDaniels, somebody else. McDa- somebody else. Wide receivers are kind of a dime a dozen, as we know. And Darren Waller's a tight end, yeah. so more more the reason why you have you have Devonte uh, on the outside, you have Waller in the middle, you have the little the the nooks and crannies type of Wes Welker and and Hunter Renfro. Right, right, right. So it's a perfect trio, and but, now and now you split that up. I don't but, understand. Okay. So let's get to Darren. Waller. Am I wrong? Am I wrong though? Well, money has nothing to do with Darren Waller because Darren Waller already got extended last year. That's so why he's making thought he's making plenty of money. So, so it wasn't an issue. That's why it's, it's, it was it's an McDaniel's. Issue. It, it, it was an issue where Darren Waller has played twenty games in the last two years. We believe he's injured. Always had the hamstring. Who knows? Maybe getting married to KP. Got something to do with it, too. Well, maybe he's not as focused. You know what? Let's go and trade Darren Waller. So, yes, the Raiders trade Darren Waller. Well, they will tomorrow because it's not official. Not official. Because today is what day? Non-tampering. Official non-tampering day? Legal free agent tampering. It's it's legal. That sounds like something that should be at the Bunny Ranch. Yeah. (laughs) It's Tuesday night at the Bunny Ranch. Don't you have a card for the Bunny Ranch? Aren't you a frequent flyer? Hey, I was the legally... Or I mean, we won't go there. Oh, that's Numchuck. Sorry. All right. Anyway, yeah. So Darren Waller is traded to the New York Giants. Yes, Darren Waller is going to be traded to the New York Giants for what? A third round pick. This is the 100th overall pick. I'm going to miss Darren Waller. I love Darren Waller. I like Darren. He'd come to the Aces game. Come on the air with me. Come on the show. Uh, you know? Smoking cigars. Got married to Kelsey Plum. Just got married two weeks ago. But the Raiders didn't want him anymore. Even though this guy is an all-pro tight end. That's a- Even though this guy is one of the top five tight ends 
in all of football. And what do you trade him for? A third round pick. All right, where's the equa- equation here? Uh, Top five tight end, third round pick. Who's the general manager for the for the Raiders again now? I, do we? Do I? Do you be, know? Be I Dave Ziegler. Dave Ziegler. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You, don't, you don't know I, Dave. Yeah. Um, Good job, Dave. I'm, I'm I'm not here to bash Dave. I'm not here to bash anybody. Again, it's just terrible Tuesday. Well, it, I'm a nobody, it, it, so I'll bash Dave. It, 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 <laughs> Darren Waller traded. You get Jacoby Myers, and you trade Darren Waller on the same day. I don't, I, I, I don't get this. I, I, I don't get this. My John Madden GM skills are, are again, saying that I just don't – it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make Raider sense fans, not happy about this. Okay? Raider fans saying we're getting a bonehead wide receiver. really don't need him. And we're getting rid of a great tight end. A cornerstone of your offense. Cornerstone of your offense. So – and now they're going to say, well, you know what? Now go to the Giants and good luck, uh, Darren Waller. But Darren Waller no longer a Raider. All right, and here on Legal Free Agent Tampering Day, yes, we are still waiting on the decisions, or the decision of Aaron Rodgers, or the decision dun, dun, dun. of the Green Bay Packers. Yes, this decision and this nonsense that we're hearing and seeing, it's worse than the LeBron James, the decision. Remember we went through all that back in the day? Oh, of course. With the Miami Heat, the decision, and we had to have a... ESPN special? That's narcissism at its uh, all-time highest, I th- think. Thank you very much. All right. Well, Rogers fits right into this, as, oh, as we gosh, all yes, know, he does. right? Oh, Here it is. Again, This well, at least LeBron James was a free agent and could do this type of And not of holding an organization hostage. Exactly. Right. Well, the Packers hold all the cards. Let's remember that. They hold all the cards. But Rodgers is the one that's getting all the TV time, is getting all the audio, because Aaron Rodgers wants to control the narrative. What she's doing, the Packers just saying, like, eh, Aaron's decision, we're ready to move on if you know that's really what he wants. So the Packers did grant him permission to go talk to the Jets. They're trying to work a trade for the Jets, even though it's not done officially and everyone's quiet on the Western front. All right. But Rodgers wants to control everything. And you know who's bought into this nonsense? Not only the media, but everybody else, fans, but the Jets. The Jets are playing right into this. They said, oh, he's interested in us. Hey, Woody Johnson, hey, do you think mm-hmm. we can like load up the jet and, and, and go down to San Diego and let's travel 3,300 miles from New York to San Diego and meet with Aaron? Yeah, let's bring the gang. Let's bring the head coach. Let's bring Nathaniel Hackett. He's got a relationship with Aaron. He used to be the offense coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. Right. Hey, you want to get on the jet, Nathaniel? Do that. A couple of the Hammond Acres get on their plane. Woody is so desperate. He, would, <laughs> he is desperate. He is. Yes. Oh, Aaron. He was so desperate. He thought, Let's get Rex Ryan. Was he the Have owner we- when uh, they did this whole Brett Favre thing too? Yes. See. Yes. This, this, yes. this is like a day. This is a soap opera. Yeah. It, it totally. This, this is. is why. This is why the NFL is so popular because it is a real life soap opera. So the Jets are begging Aaron Rodgers. Okay, they are willing to change the offense for him. They are going to be willing to add players for him. Now here's the best part. Or the worst part, because this is a terrible Tuesday. This is what I mean. It's terrible. Aaron Rodgers is trying to control everything, and he's not even a Jet yet. He's still a Packer. You know what he did today? He gave a list of free agents that he would like the Jets to target. Let me give you the list who Aaron Rodgers wants. He wants Randall Cobb. Yes. 
Alan Lazard. Shocker. Mercedes Lewis. What do those three guys have in common? I guess they were all Packers. Oh, very good. Ring the bell for you, my friend. Three for three on that one. Yes. All, right. all former Packers. And then he's decided to go, well, you know, there's another guy that mm, I never played with him, but I kind of like to. You want to spend the money? OBJ. Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. I'd like to play them. Here's your list. You meet my demands. Then we could talk again. This is what this guy is doing. This is who he is. This is what he does. This is insane. Insane in the membrane. He's not even a jet. Yet, he's saying that if you want me, you need to do this. Go get Randall Cobb. Well, do we really want Randall Cobb over the Jets? He came back to the Packers, didn't do anything. Best days probably behind him. Alan Lazard, yeah, okay. Mercedes Lewis, is he still playing? Oh, he's a tight end. Hey, we could have had Darren Waller. Yes, not even a Jet. Yet, he's saying, if you want me, you got to do this. This is who he is. Heck, you know what else he's probably doing? He's probably in the process... In this contract of requesting a private locker room as well. Oh, one that was probably in the dark, right? Maybe with a special toothbrush that glows in the dark. Maybe even a private bathroom. Or maybe the disco mirror ball. Maybe that too, right? Alright? He wants all of this that he got from Oregon. Yes, Ashland. As he went through his dark period. Yes. Speaking of shadows... With mushrooms. He's still in Brett Favre's shadow. He's doing exactly what Brett did. However, let's be perfectly clear, Brett was not the diva that Aaron is. Be perfectly clear. Not even close. He's a country diva. He's no diva. I, now, may be mixed up a little now and then, you know? May get his camera pointed in the wrong direction every once in a while and hit the send button when maybe you shouldn't do, but that's okay. Get involved in scandals and <laughs> yeah, stuff like that, yeah. right? Yeah, well, that'd be known to him because he's a country bumpkin. But anyway, <laughs> it's my guy. Uh, yes, so there you go. Um, and speaking of which, so the Jets breaking news, right? Yeah. Right? Sorry, well, it's, yeah, I can do it. But well, you know, do what you want to do. Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. It's breaking news. It's terrible Tuesday. It's breaking news. And do your thing, man. To kill that we'll other wait. One first. Three, the other one. two, one. Action. Hello. There it is. The Jets, well, they haven't signed him yet because it can't happen until midnight. But they have signed who? Alan Lazard. That's right. The Jets apparently have agreed to a four-year deal worth $44 million. There you go. Aaron is getting what he wants. How funny would this be if Aaron says, uh, yes, scratch this trade. Or the Packers go, you know what? We changed our mind. Because remember, the Packers hold all the cards. Scratch. You know what this is? You know what? It just just hit me. I just had an epiphany. Aaron is doing this because he was so tired of and, and irritated on draft day. Remember when he sat yes. in the green room yes. and was pissed off? Yes, for two hours. Yeah. yeah. The diva in him grew. Yes, it did. And he remembers it. I'm sure he sits and thinks. I bet he watches a video of that every single day to get motivated. He watches himself and, remember, and, and thinks about that day. And you know why? And, and this is what he does. He, he, he plays puppet master to all these uh, uh, all these organizations. Yeah. Do what I want. Yeah. Bend, bend and... Because the Broncos got who? Hackett. Why? Yeah. Because they thought they were going to get your boy. Yeah. Guess boy. guess where he's at now. Right. He, he, so Jetsville. That's what I'm saying. They're bending over backwards trying to get your boy. Here it is. All right. There it is. All right. That's it. Let me leave you on this one real quick. Remember we talked about last Tuesday? 
Jaw Morant? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You jaw. want a jaw update? Yeah, okay. Give me a quick jaw update. Well, Jaw said he's getting counseling. Well, that's good. Of course. Court ordered, I'm sure. Suspended by the NBA as police launched an investigation of him taking a gun onto the Memphis Grizzlies team plane. Didn't say that one last week. So more news. Took a gun on the bus. Took a gun into the locker room. Oh, and by the way, which we said last week, into a strip club, too. Yes, even though the Glendale, Colorado Police Department said that no charges were being brought against Ja. They said, well, there wasn't enough available evidence to charge him with a crime. But anyway, and history goes back, as we said, for him threatening a mall cop, okay, in recent times, store workers at the finish line shoe store in the mall there, and then, remember, beating up a teenager and hitting him and his posse were hitting him 17 times. How about Jaw's new nickname that he's getting on social media now? They're now calling him Jaw Warrant. As in Warrant. Get it? Jaw Warrant. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, hey, in all seriousness, good thing that he is getting counseling because he's in a dark place. Maybe not like Aaron Rodgers' dark place, but he's in a dark place. But he's getting counseling and he's just saying that, you know, he's in a dark place. He's bummed. And this isn't the real me. I'm just wondering if it's one of those. I'm sure knowing him, the flashy guy that he is, it's got to be one of those chromed out pieces. It's all. A flashy, you know, you can see it from the, the moon. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So those are some terrible Tuesday takes. Uh, hit me on Twitter if you like. And give me some terrible Tuesday takes of your own at TC Martin 21 We come back. One of the best play-by-play voices ever. The one and only Timmy B. Tim Brando joins us next. All right. Let me put some water on your ball. More from the master debater. See, Martin, you'll never know what comes out of this guy's mouth. Yeah, don't forget Thursday and Friday at the Westgate Las Vegas. Oh, can hardly wait. Obviously doing the show live for the opening rounds of The Madness and also inside the International Theater. That's where you can get your groove on. Hoop Central. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the opening round, the luxurious International Theater. That's right. The 4K video wall, the betting stations, the food, the beverage, it's all there for you. And, of course, we'll be live in the world-famous Superbook, broadcasting live Thursday and Friday as the madness is upon us. All right. Always fun to get our good friend on. Hanging out there in Shreveport, Louisiana, more frequent flyer miles than probably anybody that I know. The one and only Timmy B, the legendary voice that you hear on all March Madness, Tim Brando. What is going on, my friend? <laughs> you know, it's that kind of intro that still has people asking me, so Tim, where are you this week? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, let's see, I'm going to be um, on TC show, maybe drop by OutKick, uh, do a little thing on... Um, Let's see, what other shows am I going to be? Oh, yeah, and I'm going to tee it up at 9 a.m. in the morning. But no, I'm not doing the tournament. And no, I've not done the NCAAs in 10 years. 10 years I've not done the tournament. My last one was 13. 
And I got people still asking me, well, are you in uh, Birmingham or Sacramento? Where are you? <laughs> now, if you were in Sacramento, then, I'm, like, I'm nowhere. If you were in Sacramento, my hometown, buddy, I'd be giving you eatery after eatery. That's all. I, I would be there with you. You know what you guys should do? You need to cobble together with your bosses. You know, a big, hey, let's welcome Timmy B to Vegas for your big, you know, uh, uh, you know, your boondoggle that you got going on there. That, you know, that's what you need to do. <laughs> the, well, the and, boondoggle. And, and the boondoggle. Out <laughs> and, and fly me out as long as I can get, you can get me, well, relatively cheap. You'd have to talk to my agent. But I, <laughs> I, I would come out there, spend a fortnight, as long as you can get me on some golf courses. Mm. You know, I would be fine. I you know, you need to think about this. You know, for the future. You you sound you sound like uh, my good friend Steve Berline because that's exactly he's he's he gives me that same uh, line. Actually, I did hook him up last time, and uh, you know, with some oh, golf, with some golf, hotel room uh-huh. accommodations, and more importantly, right. he loved uh, the the best fried chicken that you'd have on this side of the Mississippi, Tim, at uh, my favorite place, Blue Ribbon, inside the Cosmopolitan. That did the trick for Steve Berline. Maybe that'll do the trick for you. Look, I, I, that and uh, <laughs> you'd have to get me some Italian. Like oh. when Tarkanian was alive, there was an Italian place there somewhere. Uh, I know exactly. I know exactly where you're talking. You're talking about Piero's. You know, you're talking about Piero's. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And we got on my. It was my my yeah. wife and I. We, we were celebrating our uh, anniversary, and uh, it was in October. No, no, excuse me. It was in November because it was her birthday. It was her birthday, and Dickie V and I were coming in. This old old line Vegas people, locals will remember this. It was um, it was in nineteen. Must have been eighty seven. I think. Yeah, it was eighty seven because Hunt and Ogman and. all that group, all the all the guys that played for the ninety and ninety one national championships, you know the, the the undefeated team that lost to Duke, the team that beat yep. Duke by thirty, yep, in Denver, <clears throat> they were freshmen, so it was eighty seven, and uh, the Soviet or quote unquote Russian <laughs> national team came into play, okay, uh, at at the at the event center, and. I will never forget, Vital and I came in, and, and he immediately hits up Tark the Shark with, you got to take care of my man, Timmy B, his wife, Terry, her maiden name is Glorioso, she's Italian, they love her here, you need to take care of him. And, and Tark got on the phone, I'm not kidding you. Bill Cosby was playing at the old uh, Hilton there. Yeah, He got a front row for Cosby, front row. Tark, Tark got on the phone and made like five things happen. One was the Italian restaurant. Uh, the other was the Cosby front row. And um, Joan Rivers was playing somewhere. And this was at the height of Joan Rivers being Johnny Carson's uh, sub on Mondays. Yeah. You know, when he, he, he didn't work on Mondays, he had a four day work week. <laughs> right. And, and so we, and he just, in like, I would say the phone call was to one guy. It lasted like maybe 60 seconds. And Brando and his wife, uh, Terry, were golden, okay? <laughs> golden for that trip. She also won on our third. We were staying at uh, the MGM, and I think she hit uh, the $1,000 slot with, with like the third, the third swing, okay? The third 
the third punch, and <laughs> boom, he hit for a grand. Just something about those Italian women, man. Yeah. You just give them their own money. You don't want to see it. I'm like, honey, I'm going to go play blackjack because I've got no luck. I don't want the slot machine to even see me. But a gorgeous Italian woman in her early 30s, and that's what she was back then, she was good to go. I just waited till the end of the night, and I said, okay, how much do you win? Yeah. Oh, this is wonderful. Tim, it's it, right, it sounds like you really outkicked your coverage there with that one. I mean, you. you... I, oh, I did. <laughs> I did. And, uh, you know, my name ends in a vowel, but as you know, I'm a fake Italian. I'm really Portuguese. Yeah. Uh, uh, I dropped the A in Brando, but it is pronounced Brando. It's a Portuguese name. But she's a full blown Sicilian. I mean, flat out, you know, Sicilian girl. And and uh, so that makes me a full Italian you know, when you think about play. <laughs> well, I'm sure I could I could go to the owner, uh, the proprietor Freddie, who still owns uh, Pierros, and ask him if he recalls that night. My man Frenchie was probably waiting on you, uh, the, the the best server in all of Las Vegas. And of course, you know the Westgate is now is now the Westgate it used to be the Hilton, uh, right at proximity, you know, right down the street. You could actually throw a baseball from Pierros uh, right. to to the Westgate right. slash Hilton. I mean, you're there. I just well, hope I just hope that you were not back in Bill Cosby's green room and and he was slipping no, you or or Miss uh, Miss Miss Italy. That. Yeah, actually, we didn't have any time to do any VIP business because we had dates to make for VIP treatment on the house. Yeah. So we had to go from place to place, you know, pretty quick. We were being comped. Um The reason I brought the uh, the, the that date up was because. That year, this was in November, or mid-November, November the 17th, in 87, and um, all those guys were freshmen, and they would go on to be, you know, one of the most incredible uh, pop culture programs in the history of college basketball, and uh, they were down by like 22 at halftime. Sharunas Marcellonis was on that team, all right? Uh, they were loaded with talent. I mean, absolute talent. And... Uh, and and they were they were just killing Vegas, killing them. And Tark had been talking to us about it. it's just an exhibition, it's this, and that's what he was telling his team. Well, when the game ended, and they 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 were you know Thomas and Mac in those days they were it was you know they had the Roman candles and the all that stuff going on to start the game, and apparently the Russians were like, oh, we're just going to kick their butts. <laughs> These are they were grown men, yeah. you know, they were in their thirties. And all of a sudden, they're down 22 at the half. They go in. Uh, Vegas comes back. Like we, we almost, <laughs> we almost started. Let's just say it could have been the end of detente during the Cold War. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was, it was like we almost got a few fights. Okay, in the second half, and you could tell that uh, it was a lot more than an exhibition in the second half. Vegas came back to win it. The running Rebs did come back to win the game, and after it was over. Uh, Vital and I went in to see Tark, and it was like, um, and Dick was like, what, 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 it's unbelievable what happened in the second half. You said it was an exhibition. He says, well, not when our asses are getting killed by 22. <laughs> <laughs> they turned it up after that. But, yeah, Anderson Hunt, Ogman, uh, all those guys yeah. just, you know, put on a show in the second half. Anyway, I got the, I heard the advertisement before you were coming out of the break. And that's what made me think about it. And then you uh, went back with Tark and then you had some, uh, Smirnoff of vodka afterwards. There you go. Oh. <laughs> 
simpler times, man. Simpler times. All right. So uh, let's get back to uh, you know the intro now. Now, Tim, as you know, I know that you haven't been with CBS, but our fans, you know, yeah, they remember you from that because you you're still iconic on, on a lot of those highlights. But you know, well, as I, I started to I say, I, yeah, I, I hear that, and I, and I appreciate that. Hmm. I do. Uh, it's it's always nice to be remembered yes. that way, and frankly. Uh, fans now are used to guys working on multiple networks. You know, they see Raftery on Fox, right. they see him on CBS. They see Jimmy Jackson, you know, now working for Turner. So he gets to, to work in the NCAAs. I think he's with Brian Anderson uh, in the tournament. Or at least he was. I think he is with BA this, this year again. But um, so it's understandable that people might think that uh, we could, uh, you know, potentially, you know, cross over and work for a different network for a special event like that. But, I doubt sincerely that that will ever happen. I think uh, my 18 years uh, working the NCAAs for CBS was great. It was a marvelous run, but I, I think it's over. But Tim Brando is uh, legendary, as we know. And like I said, he's still doing it with Fox. You're doing the football side and the basketball mm-hmm. side. And yeah, and when Fox decided to get in the college basketball game, uh, well, now, like you said, it's, it's almost what been like 10 years that Fox got in the college yeah, basketball yeah, game. Fact, and I, in fact, yeah. I just ended my ninth year. Yeah, there it is. Uh, yeah. With uh, with Fox. That's hard to believe, isn't it? Yeah. I've been... I'll start my 10th year with them, uh, presumably, uh, <laughs> this coming fall. Yeah. Great stuff. Okay, well, you were at the Garden last weekend, the Big East tourney. We saw Marquette defeat Xavier 65-51 in the championship game. They had a very close win over UConn, and that was a game that I figured was was going to be crazy going down to the wire, and it did. They, they beat mm-hmm. UConn 70-68. to Four teams in the Big East, Marquette, Xavier, UConn, Creighton. You know these teams. You've seen them. Last time we talked with you, you were going on your Big East uh, tour at the end of the regular season and everything. Uh, talk about those four teams. How legitimate of a chance do any of these have a chance for going to a Final Four, maybe even cutting down the nets? Well, Marquette's got a great chance. You left out a team, by the way. Providence is the fifth. I did, but, From, you know, they, they went. They started sliding backwards. I don't know what happened with Ed Cooley's let, team let there. Me tell you why they, let me tell you why they split. The schedule. You know, they, they hit the toughest part of their schedule late in the year, and they dropped a couple of games at home, and all of a sudden, oh, my God, you know, the wheels are coming off. It's really not that. It's that when the schedule gets really, really tough, and the Big East was really good top to bottom. You know, I mean, Seton Hall could get you. Yeah. DePaul could get you. These were not automatic W's. I mean, they weren't. Um, and, and and I think that the draw, the reason I bring up Providence, is I think that's an 11 seed knocking off a, a six. I think Kentucky's going down. Providence will beat Kentucky. I circle can see it that and circle it now. I can there it is on the Brando bracket. There we have it right here. Circle the Friars. There you go. Friars win over Kentucky. Bryce Hopkins, the Kentucky transfer, yes, who couldn't get off the bench for Calipari, he cannot wait to take out uh, that frustration hmm. on the Big Blue. Trust me when I tell you. Um, and they got more than just that. You know, Croswell is another near seven footer. Clifton Moore is another near seven footer. Um, if if the, the big issue for for Providence is their defense in the perimeter. You know, they, they've got to do a better job of keeping Kentucky from getting to the rim. Okay. And that means Jared Bynum's got to play well. Uh, Carter, the transfer from South Carolina has got to play better. 
And they've got the, the capability of doing that. I've seen them be junkyard dogs on defense before. I just love the matchup. I really do. And uh, they've, they've made some magic before under Ed Cooley in the tournament. He's a great tournament coach. And their pressure on Calipari is great. I mean, it's just, I mean, it, there's a lot of pressure there, mm-hmm. uh, especially since Shibway stayed and didn't go pro. And then he got like $2 million <laughs> from NIL in, in Kentucky to stay. I just think that turns up the heat on Cal a lot. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I think Providence plays loose because Ed Cooley always has them loose. So I don't think Providence will, will get past the Sweet 16, but I do think they can beat Kentucky. Uh, and I think the game with Kansas State, if that happens, and I believe it will, will be a 50-50 toss-up. You know, they, they can get to the second weekend just like they did last year, albeit with seven transfers on that team. Uh, as for the other four Big East teams, the team that got the toughest draw is UConn, uh, and they've got arguably more NBA future NBA players on their team than anybody in the Big East. But I think they're going to. I mean, think about the pressure on Danny Hurley to win against Rick Pitino against Iona. Yeah, you know, that's a tough first game, and then after that, you're more than likely going to play uh, VCU. And if you don't play VCU, St. Mary's is going to slow you down. And, and that's not an easy out. So either one of those games, UConn could lose. Uh, and if they happen to get through those two games, uh, <laughs> congratulations, you get Kansas. <laughs> right. You're the top so, seed. I, I think that's a, I think that's a bad, bad draw, uh, for UConn. Xavier's draw, I really like. Iowa State is a sleeper team. That'll be their toughest game in round two, uh, because I think they'll beat Mississippi State in the play in tonight. Uh, and, and, uh, I think when well, actually, I should I should say Penn State, uh, Mississippi State, or Pitt will, Pitt, right. will get Iowa State, mm. and I think I think Iowa State will handle either one of those teams, but that's not going to be an easy out for Xavier. But I think they do get it. I like them against Texas, uh, and I see them going all the way to the Elite Eight against Houston, and I think Houston with Sasser, a reasonably healthy, will be okay. I think they'll be fine with him. Um, but, but the team that I think has got a great draw here is Marquette. Uh, they play the Catamounts of Vermont first. I think USC is going to take down Michigan State. I like Marquette against USC. And, uh, and I think they can, when they get to the Sweet 16, who's there but Providence? And, and, and that's a team I think they can handle. So I've got Arizona coming through in the Alabama region. I think Alabama is going to run into trouble, not in Birmingham, but in the next round. When they get uh, to the next round in the uh, Sweet 16, if Virginia is on the other side, okay, now Virginia could lose to Charleston or San Diego State. They could. Uh, but if Virginia gets by those those two games that they have in front of them, uh, then I think Virginia is going to be a real problem for Alabama in the Sweet 16. And if, and if Bama happens to win their TC, Arizona is just too good. And that team, as you know, probably felt like they let themselves down a little bit by getting knocked out in the Sweet 16 uh, last year. And I, and I think that they have the ability to beat Alabama. So I'm picking Arizona in that region, Marquette in the east, Houston uh, to win in the Midwest, and Kansas the west. Uh, the, the first two number ones to get punched out, in my mind, are, are going to be uh, Purdue, which I don't think surprises many people. That That's they got a bad draw. 
and, and no one would rather see Matt Painter make a Final Four than me. But I think uh, I think I think Purdue got a bad draw. Both to have to play FAU uh, or Memphis right. could give them a real go. Either one of those teams uh, could give them a real go. And then what? Next, you're going to get Duke in all likelihood. Okay. Uh, by the way, here's another upset special for you in the first round: the Raging Cajuns will take down Tennessee in the 13-4 game. Pick Louisiana. I can see Ravens. that. I mean, they're getting. Oh, oh yeah, they're good. They're getting they a lot of love, guys. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they and deservedly so. They're they're really well coached. Bob Marlin's been around quite a while, uh, and they got guys that can fill it up and really good athletes. Tennessee's also hurt. You know, they lost one of their best guards, so uh, I think that's going to be problematic for them. But but in the next round, I think Duke will uh, be able to handle the raging Cajuns. So, but to me, Duke is the problem for Purdue because they have so many answers in the post, and Edie could be disrupted. And they got 15 fouls to use with those right. guys. Right. Uh, I think that will help them a lot. Um, but, but, but my final four are those four, Arizona, Marquette, Houston, Kansas. I've got Arizona uh, beating Marquette and Kansas beating uh, Houston. So Kansas would have a chance to repeat. But I think Arizona, too many answers, to Bellis and all those guys. Uh, are just too good. I love the job that Lloyd has done. And uh, I've got Zona uh, keeping Kansas from repeating just like they kept Kentucky from repeating in 1997. I kind of like the Brando bracket, I, I got to say. And, you know, just, and I, I'm, I, I'm with you. I love Arizona. I love Houston. Uh, uh-huh. and, and the thing with Arizona is you just, you know, it's kind of like Gonzaga with me. It's like, okay, I, there, there's, they probably get stopped at somewhere point in time and maybe you know, it, it shouldn't be earlier than than later it really shouldn't but you know just like wow when when can this team actually get to a final four and win a national championship but you're right they have all of the pieces uh they do. there they really really do and i love this team I but for- thought it, and i thought tc it really helped them to play and conquer ucla even though ucla is without one of their better players yeah and by the way i would have picked ucla i love them but losing Jalen Clark, that was a tough loss for them. They're not deep. And, uh, you know, most games with them are going to be rock fights. He was one of the very versatile, probably the most versatile player on their team. Yeah, I'm with you. And, totally uh, agree. I, I, I think that really hurts them. You know, I, I saw them earlier in the year. It's really the only game in the Pac-12 I did. I substituted for Gus on a Saturday night primetime game with Jimmy Jackson at Pauley against Colorado. Colorado's not bad. Uh, and they handle them, and they they just their defense is so good. If I'm wrong about about Kansas, it'll be because either Gonzaga or UCLA surprised me that UCLA can find answers for the loss of that player, or that Gonzaga has more answers in their backcourt than I think they have. You know, Timmy's a great player. There's no doubt about it. But what's happened to Mark Few's team is when they've gotten into the tournament. This tournament, they've run into teams that are just more athletic and deeper, uh, and I think that that ultimately is 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 going to do them in. I um, I think that's the issue for the Zags if they play UCLA, which which I think potentially they they may. Um, and I, I have Gonzaga going against Kansas uh, in the Elite Eight, so I've got them going that far. Uh, but even if Gonzaga replaces Kansas in the Final Four. 
Um, I think the Zags and Houston, that would just probably mean Houston would win its way into the final. And I just don't think they have the ammunition to beat Arizona. I'd take Arizona, even if I was wrong about uh, Kansas, you know, making it back to the promised land. All right. All right. He is Tim Brando, and uh, he'll be on the golf course. He'll be in front of some TVs, you know, watch the <laughs> tournament. And again, uh, you know, he he's he's here joining us. Uh, you're, you're our guy. You yeah. Know? You know, like I said, I, I, if you want to get me an appearance with the Golden Nugget, you know, while I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> the golden nugget. A, I, you know, I could do a little bit better than that for you, Timmy B. I do a little bit better than that. Okay, we'll get you. We'll get you out of 1989. Okay, and bring you to 2023. Okay. Oh, I just love. I love it. the old golden nugget in the sands, man. The silver slipper. Whatever happened to that place, man? Whatever happened to it? I miss it. Oh, silver slipper. Outstanding. Oh, there you go. You're showing your age now, brother. But that's okay. Well, that's what when stars were stars, man. When the Rat Pack was there, I was there all the time. I was working in one of those. My dad's band was uh, booked into, I want to say it was, uh, it might have been the Nugget. We we played a small room there in the 60s. I was playing the drums and singing Me and My Shadow. And the, uh, and we were, and, and uh, the Harmonic Cats let off for us, by the way. Oh, the Harmonic Cats? Harmonic Cats. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I was a member of the Musicians Local 116 in Shreveport. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't get to play Vegas when I'm seven years old. <laughs> we were there when they shot Ocean's Eleven, my dad's band. Oh, outstanding. There it is. I mean, yeah. a, a drummer, a DJ at K-Rock back in the day, and just yeah. legendary football, basketball, croquet, and, and whatever else. <laughs> Heck, you could probably see Timmy B on the Ocho uh, every once in a while as well, too, calling the Cherry Seed Spitting Contest. You never know. I'm one of the few guys that had four tuxedos before he went through puberty. Yeah. <laughs> TMI, brother. TMI. All right. Yeah, we could do this all day, man. I'll I'll let you go. Uh, you go have uh, some good Italian pasta from uh, that lovely wife of yours, okay? I appreciate the time. And next time I go into Piero's, I'm taking a picture. I'm taking a snapshot, and I'm sending it to you. I'm going to say, Timmy yeah. B., where are you? I love that spot. And, and, this, time, and this time next year... Okay, I expect you to put together a whirlwind uh, Timmy B tour, uh, and and I'll come and do your show, you know, with you for a day or two. Yes, you know? that's it. And uh, uh, you just arrange golf and Pieros, and hell, we're we're cooking. You've got the TC food tour. I mean, that's automatic, no doubt. I got you, brother. All right, Tim. I, I know how you radio guys work. It's all trade out. I need a little tag with the carry. Okay? King of the comp. Remember, my middle name is C-O-M-P, baby. Don't you forget that. <laughs> All right, brother. We got to roll. Appreciate you, man. I'll talk to you soon. I want to see that bracket in my pool, too. Let's go. You'll see it. Take care. Uh, take care. There he is. Timmy Brando, my guy. Nobody better than Timmy B. Next hour, we're coming right back. Steve Lapis, Chuck Esposito. Don't you dare go anywhere, because we Hollywood. March Man is swinging. What you got to say?